What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shane the Good People. Okay, I need to chill. Thanks for coming back and listening to another episode of Shane the Good People. I'm Shay of the Good People, and this is the podcast version of the show that I host. I host a show with the same name. Can you imagine? Incredible marketing. Thank you. Uh, no, it's just easier because I already have the Instagram. That's right. You can visit us on Instagram at Shan the Good People, where you can uh, get updates for this podcast and the show version. So I host a monthly show called Shan the Good People at Pete's Candy Store in Brooklyn in Williamsburg. Can you imagine how freaking cool? Um, <laughs> so I'll do original music, I'll host, and then I have two to three musical guests every single show and this episode that you're going to listen to is with one of my all-time favorite people musicians artists songwriters uh astrology nerd friend that we just geek out on astrology which sorry sorry not sorry you're gonna hear about our big threes okay i'm sorry we have to talk about it and i get really happy when we get i don't get to talk about astrology with a lot of guests so all the good people that i have on the show they're here i bring them into the studio into new daydream studios we don't play the drums we do talk about life and spirituality um so livy was actually one of two the first two guests the first two shan the good people's people's whatever that i had on the show back in march 2022 and Uh, My friend Irving, who records, audio records all the shows, um, it was the very first show, and something happened with the computer, and we didn't capture anything from that show. So typically, if you've listened to the podcast before, you'll know that I cut in, uh, into the interviews, I cut in audio from the actual Shay and the Good People performance. Um, And if you didn't know that, you're just listening to the episode, uh, that's okay because you get to hear, Livy sent me some of her music and which is, I'm such a huge fan of anyways. So within, throughout the interview, you will hear um, some of her original music throughout. So it's not her actual performance, but it is her performing and living through her songs. Livy through her songs, LOL, that's so embarrassing. I'll never say that again. (laughs) Um, But I'll say this at the end of the podcast, just a reminder, uh, come see the show. Come see the live show. You get to see performers, and then you can come back here and listen to uh, me interview them and learn more about the people that you just got to see do, you know, a couple songs. And so I'm, I'm really, 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 really happy that you're here. This is something I've wanted to do for a really long time, and I'm really happy that... I'm actually making the podcast work. It's 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 taken a while. So I'm happy that you pressed play. And uh, please go follow Livy. Please go listen to her music. She's on Spotify, Apple Music. I'll talk about all of that in the episode. Um, and then I will see you back here for another episode. Or I'll see you at the show. I'll see you at Pete's Candy Store. So thanks so much. Uh, here is the interview. Okay, here it is. Shane the Good People. I'm Shana Blast, and we are sitting here with Livy Marcus, aka Morning Glory, with Hello. one G. Yep. Yep. So Morning Glory played on the very, very first Shane the Good People show. That was March 7, 2002. 2002. Wait, 2022. 
yeah, wait. I blacked grade, out. Yeah, huge yeah. When I was twelve, oh, I was hosting a show in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to say your age, but I'm not shy. I'm going into my Jesus year. Very happy about it. I'm ready for money. Jesus year? Yeah, like thirty three is like the Jesus year. Why? I think I don't know. I'm a Jew, but I just have heard <laughs> <laughs> people talk. Does anyone know why it's called Jesus year? Oh, he dies at oh, 33. <laughs> Wait, oh, but then no. he comes back at 34. <laughs> We're talking he to our friends in Capricorn the studio. He dies at Capricorn and comes back in Aries. I know that. Oh, he comes. Oh. Yeah. So this, so I, and I am in Aries, so this is yeah. going to be huge for me. Huge. I hope I get rich. Okay. Same. All right. So you, you performed on our first Shan the Good People, March 7th, 2022. Mm-hmm. As we're recording this, is like almost a year ago. Where were you a year ago? Same. Like, what, what, what kind of like mental space were you in? March, March seventh. That's March a great 7th? question. I feel like you were in a. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of TikTok there. in the studio. Uh, all TikTok hold, please hold TikToks in the studio. I, I okay, we can totally cut this. <laughs> no, I want to keep the TikTok in. Keep the TikTok in. Yeah. Um, March seventh, I. I was in a pretty good place. I had just booked <laughs> acting work that would keep me busy like for the rest of yes. the year. Yes. I have more questions about so that, that too. That made me okay. happy. I was in like this weird um, perceived impending financial stability mindset. It was psycho. I was like, what do I do? Buy a new mattress? I didn't, <laughs> but it was kind of that vibe. Pending stability mindset. Like, <laughs> But have you escaped that? I feel like we're still artists yeah. in New York City. That's a huge question I have for you. New York <laughs> City, why? Why are we doing this? Why are you doing this? Why right? are we still here? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I love New York. Yeah. I definitely have toyed with the idea of living elsewhere, but I get to Don't go uh, upstate. You know, Don't try it. All, like I have so many friends who've moved um upstate and not to like the more trendier places like Truly, uh, like, like, like on a farm. Yeah, like ooh, on a farm, <laughs> like near meadows. Yeah, like it's near... such a scam. It's not <laughs> worth it. It's, it's like, it's so nice to go on vacation, but yes. I don't know. For me, as a very young woman with energy, so single at the time, mm-hmm. no, yeah. not nothing for me to do. I was so spooked last time. Charlie, my partner, and I went to go visit friends upstate. We were driving as like dusk was approaching and I was like we have to move here this it's gorgeous I feel serene I'm happy there's like birds flying over the horizon whatever and then it got dark and I was like we have to exactly, go exactly I have to go yeah. home why yeah, the, is it so dark uh-huh. it was the terror horrible. sets in you get beauty and it's a scam because it doesn't yeah last and, it gets and driving yeah death weird energy. at every corner yeah 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 and all my not friends in New York so City death is not at every corner no, in New York City. no corners no 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 I love a corner here. Corner's <laughs> actually kind of like a safe place to yeah, be. Yeah, because there's a bodega. Because there's a bodega. Yeah, you get a sandwich. Bacon, <laughs> yeah. egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Okay. On a sesame seed bagel. Oh. Do you toast no. your bagels with a bacon, egg, and cheese? Well, yeah, yeah. I toast my bagel all the time. Me too. Yeah, we're Jews. Okay, well, tell um, that to my friend <laughs> Sam Greenstein. Wait, who does like a soft, cold bagel? My friend Sam. With a hot egg and bacon? Yeah. And cheese? Yeah. That's torture massachusetts weird. oh let's talk about it okay <laughs> w- tell the people i i kind of know where you're from i know like we've been friends for a couple years we met in 2018 yeah but tell the people the good people listening and the good people the good person that i'm interviewing um like where are you from when did you pick up a guitar why did you want to do that that's a good question who were you listening to yeah, that's a that's a really good question because that's it's changed so much. Uh, I grew up in southern Massachusetts, like halfway between Boston and Providence. Okay. Um, I used to tell people I was from Boston, and I've gotten enough shit for that that I do not do that anymore because <laughs> I'm not from Boston. Yeah, yeah, no. If this is Massachusetts, and like this is Cape Cod. Yeah. Um, like the arm, then I'm like kind of in the armpit. You're that's like. Like, like heart space Heart area. space. Armpit. Maybe you can smell the B.O. <laughs> the B.O. Okay. is in Antasket Beach. Um, no, but uh, Southern Massachusetts is a vibe. It's one of the places in Massachusetts where people still have Boston accents. And it's, 
I feel like I, every single person I grew up with was like named Sean, Patrick, or Catherine until proven otherwise. Yeah. Um, so they were like li- Livy. Livy. <laughs> How do you pronounce that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, there wasn't. There was a couple of Livies in my grade actually. It is now the most popular baby name in America. Livy. Yeah, so when I go to the park, I always hear people being like, oh, Livy. And I'm like, Aww, ah, that's cute. Baby. Is it short for something? I should know this. Olivia. Oh. Olivia is the most popular name, yeah. Your name's Olivia? Yeah. Wow, so glad we're doing this podcast. <laughs> Just get to know my friends more. I love okay. Olivia. I think it's such a beautiful name, but my parents are like, we don't really like it. So they stopped calling me <laughs> Olivia like before I can remember. Like, we chose this, but. They were like, it's basic. We're going to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> I like Livy. That feels uh, that feels original. Okay, Me sorry. Too. Keep going. So, um, and then when when did the guitar come in? I think after um, I started like trying to learn chords when I first got to the city and was like auditioning a lot, which is like such a such a common story. Of really, yeah. You I play feel guitar like when, until like when people graduate. No, not at all. Oh wow! I was okay. really. I'm a very focused individual, maybe to a fault. And I think that in college, I was like, why would I ever do something that could distract me <laughs> from my ultimate dream of winning 12 Tony Awards? Yeah, right. I was like, I hate theater, but I committed to this. And it was kind of like that <laughs> feeling for like four years of just being like, this is horrible. And also I'm going to do it. Why did you feel like you needed to prove like I can do it? Or you're just yeah. like, this is something I liked and I want to know that I can follow through. Well, I think... Definitely like the follow through thing, but also I really do think that like when you're in one of those BFA or in my case, like Bachelor of Music programs, that's conservatory and small. It's really hard to yeah. be like, you can do other stuff. <laughs> and I was rewarded right, you were in Ohio. For, right. So you were like, I came here for theater and that's actually all I can do. I made a huge choice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you didn't drop out of school, but you're like, no. I have to do this. I have to do this. Got to the city, was auditioning a lot. I was like, uh oh, I'm burnt <laughs> out. And then I had this like, you know, big fat dramatic breakup, which I think at the time was like, Ugh. was that before we met? Yeah. Okay. That yeah, was before yeah. we met. Um, it was before my time. It was before my it doesn't time count. with Shana, <laughs> yeah. which means it doesn't count for me as well. Yeah. Um, but no, I bought a little guitar. And just what in my head, was it for all our guitar oh, heads no, out like there? It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's I actually just broke the bridge off of it, so I don't have it <gasps> you anymore. Broke the bridge, yeah. Take it's it to my the chorus fault. or take it to the bridge. Um, take it to the bridge. <laughs> we'll cut which that. Which went. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks to Matt for fixing it for me. Thanks, um, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I bought a Taylor GS Mini, and oh, I am so. Okay deeply embarrassed by that not because it's a bad guitar but because it is like the guitar of like trust fund musical theater girls who go to auditions which is most musical theater girls and (laughs) it's crazy to like get on the train like the uptown ace train (sighs) on the way to an audition and see another girl my age with one of those guitars and know in my heart and soul that we are going to the same room just seeing that beige outline (laughs) Of that Taylor guitar, and you're like, like, why did we all get this guitar? We're both going to Pearl Studios. It's that thing that that I think a lot of like petite women feel when they first take up the guitar and they don't know shit, which is like, it's so big. My hands are so small. I need a little one. A tiny one to fit me. It's the same size for your (laughs) hands. (laughs) But I've I stopped. I kind of like started to resent it and stop playing it and then I left it in open tuning above a radiator uh-huh, <laughs> so uh-huh, it's my uh-huh, fault uh-huh. it's a good guitar the do bridge you, is not supposed to come off do you I th- fucked it up okay that's okay you know what it's, our journey is about forgiving ourselves that's right and and having forward. friends that are luthiers yes luckiest thing of my life some old guy asked me that I was traveling with my guitar <laughs> which like I don't I'm not a guitar player I don't think you should like 
take four flights with an acoustic guitar. Um, <laughs> but this man was like, I travel with my flute, but I also play guitar. And he was like, who's you? And I was like, oh, cool, cool. You know, because... He travels Could, with his flute. Yes. Was he giving like he was giving Ron he was giving jazz flute or was he giving like Jethro Tull? He was giving bald with ponytail. Yeah. White ponytail. Um, I love so this guy. yeah, the, picture that yeah. always with the guitar, you know, if somebody sees you with a guitar in, in an airport and wants to talk to you, you know, it's trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, Oh, you're in Brooklyn. Like who's your luthier? And I was like, my what? <laughs> <laughs> not a musician You're in i actually Brooklyn, am luthier. i don't know that's um, funny okay so t- i want to know about burnout too because uh, this just occurred to me yeah. <sighs> and i do the theater music back and forth as well and i have been doing it for years like how how do you balance that because we've we've had a lot of talks about like fuck this like i fucking hate music i'm going i want to do theater like fuck theater sucks like auditioning is shitty also went through a pandemic which is like we have absolutely no one to talk about like uh, like our grandparents like getting wise words of like how do you continue moving forward and take care of yourself and want to do music that feels really good and want to speak to a lot of people, but also know that we're kind of burning up. So like what matters? Like how (laughs) do you, how do you balance going back and forth and and when do you come back to songwriting? Um, that's a great question. I wish I had, (laughs) I just started doing, I ask myself that forms of that question all the time. I'm in another, I feel like I'm in another period right now where like I ended a year of doing theater for a long time. And, um, with like all the respect in the world that I can like muster for myself, I didn't get a lot of music stuff done. And it was weirdly like vindicating because for a long time, I haven't been able to put this in practice so much, but for a long time people were like, you can do both. Like schedule time. <laughs> Why do people time. always say that? Right. And this you was- You can't. No. You can't give your focus <laughs> to both. No I constantly way. struggle with this. Unless you want to give up something really important, like mental health, relationships or sleep which (laughs) I've done before and I it's not good I'm getting too old to do that you know what I mean yeah but are you 33 almost I'm almost 50 and (laughs) (laughs) so there's still time there's still time um yeah you can't I was an interesting like learning lesson yeah yeah Uh, for sure uh, but there's been when I first moved to the city I I mean, I grew up in D.C. doing theater almost exclusively. When I was 25, I put a band together, but it was some for some reason it was easier to do in D.C. because musicians didn't really care like not didn't really care, but like it, nobody was really doing a lot of music. Like my friends and my musicians were not busy Mm. and I think it was an easier quality of life. Yeah. So it felt like, oh, I could do both. And for theater, you would get cast a year in advance. And so you would have three three to four shows lined up. So you knew when you had space open. And here, everything happens so fast. Everyone's busy. Everyone's fucking... I know, it's amazing. Everyone's fucking good. Mm-hmm. So it's really about honing in and, and trying to like... Like, and you have to take the subway everywhere and you have to take the subway late nights, which is, can be treacherous. Right. And even if it's not treacher- treacherous, like you're like someone's like <laughs> just the craziest shit you see on the subway. Even if it's not that, it's still so much energy. And on top of that, feeling the pandemic afterwards is just a different level of like, care like body care mm-hmm. and i do hear i hear both things making like money oh yeah right exhausting right here. but uh, right <laughs> so but i do hear a lot like you can do both you can be a musician right. and and you can do theater and they feed the other but 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 then I get a lot of like, well, you got to pick a focus because once you focus on one yes. thing, then everything will come into play. But like, if you don't have the constitution to, I just don't want to do one. And I'm jealous of people who want to do one. And me I'm too. jealous of people who <gasps> want to live upstate and work yeah, a remote job yeah. for a solar company or for insurance or make candles. Or code. 
or code. I have a lot of Cody friends. I don't think. Do you think you have a code brain though? No. Not at all. I need music. I, I need, need to sing. There's gotta be. I'm numbers. a very organized person, but not like that. Do you have a a spiritual practice, or do you have a releasing practice, or something that that gets you through the day of like doing this fucking thing called trying to be an artist in in New York City? Uh, um. Yes, so and no. I the answer to that question was no for a long, Wait, you just said long yeah. time. Oh, oh, no for a long time. Um, Sorry, I need to stop recently, interrupting so you can speak. <laughs> no, I love you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I um, when I was in Seattle, um, I've like meditated on and off, especially when I'm going Seattle to for a show. Seattle for a okay, show. Yeah. Um, and while I was in Seattle, I was at Wajamaya, the greatest place on earth, which What's is like. That? the giant fucking Asian grocery store <gasps> on the West coast. We don't, we have like H marts and stuff over yeah. here, but it was like the happiest I've ever been. I That's was like, awesome. <gasps> and there's a bookstore in the back <laughs> what? and in the bookstore. Yeah. It's That's awesome. Okay. And in the bookstore, there was like this tarot deck <clears throat> and like, this sounds so fake, but I saw it and I was like, I have to have you. It was so pretty. And it like spoke to me. I was like, wow, beautiful. I mean, and then I'm very into that. It's gorgeous. Come on, tarot, pull a card um, for me. We should have brought that today. I know. Okay. Next time. Um, it's a beautiful deck by a artist named Kay Medaglia. Medaglia. Uh huh. Um, and they just made like a very like childlike wonder energy type tarot, and like the regular tarot, <laughs> the regular tarot, the the tarot deck that most people are familiar with is the Rider Waite one, which Rider Waite Coleman Smith one, which is like metal as fuck and the imagery is like metal really intense car. yeah i was like Hell i don't yeah. know <laughs> but this one was really like calming um so then i would like draw a card every morning and write about it oh, and cool. i and i haven't stopped it's been like the one like spiritual daily practice that i've been able to keep up with because i've tried a lot of other things and like things don't always like resonate with me as you know i'm like an absolute bimbo for astrology oh. but that's the daily should practice should we talk about it <laughs> should we talk about oh it oh my gosh the should we bring astrology into the music I podcast got, i got into it because my younger <laughs> sibling Addie, who's like my everything yeah. um got into it and we were at a period in our relationship where i was feeling really distant from them and i was like bonding I'm going to do it a forced way, which is I'm going to get into something they're into and uh, then just like talk about it a lot. That's huge. As I'm getting older, I'm like, maybe I should have like asked them more questions about their life. No, I was just like sneaky. You're like, so where is Saturn, right? Fucking where is now? Saturn? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I got really into it. And then like halfway through the pandemic, I remember they were like talking about one of their friends and I was like, well, typical Virgo. <sighs> and they were like, I don't know if I believe that shit anymore. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, they I just changed studied. their mind on you. <laughs> <laughs> I know shit now. No. I was like, this is irrevocably changed so my brain. <laughs> ultimately, it was for you then. I guess, yeah. For you to get They're like tough kind times. of back into it in like a cheeky way, which I'm obsessed with. But that was like a funny moment for me because I was on speakerphone and I saw Charlie across the room just like start like shake laughing. Like, because he knew that I was like, this is going to be my way in to bond with my yeah. sibling. And they were like, but ultimately Damn. it became your North star. Yeah. It's bad. Oh, I love it so much. Being a Virgo. Being a Virgo. Leo moon. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Rising. Same. Leo. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah. Give it up. <laughs> Give it up for the big three. I remember. I weirdly, weirdly remembered astrology. I hate myself. Um, like my improv teacher. Now you have to tell the pod your big three. I think I did Aries the last sun. episode. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no. Cause I, I mean, I don't know when these are all going to come out, but we had one interview with Noah, you know, do you know my friend Noah, Lexi, great oh. guitar player. He played on Chain the Good People. He played for like a couple people oh, yes. on the show too, before That's he did sick. his solo. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. We talked a little bit about astrology, but it's for people who care if you hate this part do the little like tap 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 uh airy sun oh we just ha had a picture taken i think i blinked so i have to take another one another one um airy sun libra rising scorpio moon which is oh, yes. very scorpio tragic moon. no so cool um so artsy so artsy yeah i did see someone who was like my, my friend david was like oh scorpio moon that, that's why you're a songwriter i'm like yeah anything? also are you okay <laughs> yeah constantly crying yeah. way too many feelings um yeah 
My beautiful sibling has a Scorpio moon. Oh, okay. So you get it. Yeah. Okay, but I want to talk about the, the practice again. The tarot card, the writing. Have you ever done Artist Way? I haven't. I tried the... Um, I did like the morning pages thing for a little uh, that's while. What, that's what I was going to talk about. Because the, the um, two, if anyone's interested, it's a great like 12-week artistic journey that you can take yourself on. I always get to, it's like a booklet, like self-led booklet. I always get to like week six and I'm feeling so good or week seven, feeling so good. Everything's going well in my life. And so I just stop because I get busy, mm. but no, you have to take the whole <laughs> thing of antibiotics. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have to go down the whole, whole end. <laughs> and then, yeah, then my life falls apart and then I start over again. But cool. the two biggest things that, um, uh um 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 the what the way? fuck is her name that that does it julia cameron says if you don't do the booklet or if you don't do artist way the two biggest things that you can take with you that will make you a better artist that will make you focus that will give you that confidence to continue doing your shit is the the artist date which is basically mm. like her sneaky way of being like spend time alone yeah. Do things by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so you, it's a range of like just going to a restaurant by yourself, which going to museums or, you know, taking from taking your thinking of where you want to go on a trip and taking yourself on a trip, mm. which that the, the solo dates have never been a problem for me. I feel like I've spent so much time by myself, so much time alone. And even as I've like gotten two years sober, like even more time alone, which, which I romanticize in a way, but I'm also realizing, and I've written a lot of music, but I also realize that it can get to a place of like, I'm so alone and like, oh, no one would take out me. Yeah. I'm single and I don't, I'm living in Kingston upstairs. <laughs> like so sad. But it is really important to like spend time doing things by yourself as an artist and not just in your room. And then the second thing is the morning pages. So it's like stream of consciousness, three pages. Um, what a, you can even just write, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. Yeah. And for three pages. But I do find, and I want to hear more about your experience too. Like I do find just getting that out. Even if it's just like writing about my anxieties, I'm able to just like open up a little bit of a portal in my brain, like a tiny little like cloud space where like yeah. other stuff can just get through and totally. I don't have to feel so like tight in my mind. I, yeah. So Do you believe that morning pages can be done on notes app? Are you like, <laughs> are you like hands, hands I'm, pen? I'm a hands pen Me type too. of gal. I'm yeah, yeah. such a hands pen hands type pen. of gal. I struggle with the advent of the Chromebook in the, in the yeah. lower education what are your thoughts on songwriting too? <laughs> Notes app every day. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. I don't know why it's like that for me, um, but it. But it is. I've written maybe one song with with my hand, and yeah. I, I don't know why. And also, like when I say writing songs, I mean like lyrics because I don't. I don't like open Sibelius and and do the whole thing. I'm not really there yet. Yeah. In my, composition career yeah. <laughs> i want to ask about music but but before we get away i keep getting distracted but okay so tell me about the tarot writing i'm, I'm oh, yeah. so interested in people's morning practices well, and spirituality and the draw a card thing confused me at first because i kept seeing people on youtube with these like tarot journals so i was like draw a card so i bought markers and yeah. like drew it so every okay. morning i would like draw a square i love graph paper notebooks it's like really sensual for me um and i would like draw ooh, and i would draw the square or the the rectangle and i would draw the card and it would help <gasps> me notice all the imagery cool. and then i would and then i have like three columns which is like vibes and i write <laughs> what it means and then observations which is what i see and how i feel and then for me which is like how could this be applied to my life that is not three pages that is a page but and I'm i think obsessed with that Really? Keep going, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think like I uh I'm a very like oblique strategies kind of gal. I really struggle with uh n like not having prompts. Okay. I was really Do I like, hear a Virgo speak or I do I hear a Virgo speak? Okay. <laughs> I really need like structure <laughs> at all times. I've started to like call the time of day where I do music stuff music class because it helps yeah. me go to class it's fucked up no but, but i was really good you, at school you have to structure um, your art sometimes yeah. that makes so much sense i think for um 
I've talked about this with you before, but I, for a lot of people in my life, um, especially in my like social circles, work and play or even like art practice and, and social life, mm-hmm. I guess would be another way to say that feels really comfortable and at home for them. If like the Venn diagram is a circle, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like not a Venn diagram. So like a circle. <laughs> um, yeah. Like yeah. Charlie is a good example of that, but, um, even like, um, just a lot of my friends are like, they don't see a difference between going to the studio, going to a friend's show, mm. having dinner with an artist. They love talking about art with a friend, meeting up later, doing the whole thing. I think that's like a really uh, well-worn it's path. <laughs> it's toxic for me, that's for sure. But I think for other people, it's really great. Um I'm not better or worse for feeling this way, but like it, it can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I mean, have to have them. They can't touch. Like I am such a solitary creative person, mm-hmm. um, which is tough when you make your money in like such a collaborative art form, like, um, theater, but you make your money there. Oh, I'm uh, I'm kidding. Parts I know of the year. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> No, um, I feel you. It's very blurry to have. It is blurry. It's and you blurry. have to do so much prep if you're that kind of person. My true love, he came to me Riding on a western breeze Brought Lake Erie to her knees But I want to know more about music. Like, okay, where where are you at right now with music? Because I know we go back and forth. And tell me how you. I want to. I'm always curious of like how people write. So we got a little bit of like, oh, I had to like be characters or I had to mm. be a character, which I randomly. I just write from like me of like, I think about something, I feel something, I'm going to write it of me. And I randomly cool. got an astrology reading from Ruby McAllister. <gasps> She's so fucking She's funny. So good. Also, so did I. She did. She doesn't. Yes. Well, I gave you her name afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I was like, did. it was so good. It was like two hours, but Queen. she doesn't really know me that well. She doesn't really know my music that well, but she, in my church she was like, you are going to write, like you write music. Your lyrics are like your experience. It's not like, the, it's not you're not that good of like writing the collective or writing from another person's perspective yeah. like you're gonna just accept that if nothing's coming then like you don't need to write that song or like you don't have enough experience yeah. like go fucking do something but so I think that's good songs. like she said something to me <laughs> in my like little reading with her I love her so much I bought one for Alex Smith. Like I oh, I was oh, yeah. like she's amazing. She's amazing. Go follow her on Instagram. She's a great comic, Brilliant, great funny. uh performer, astrologer. Yeah. Okay. Um she said something to me. She was talking about all the like Leo in my chart and she was like she said something about the ego and I made a face and she was like, "Well, we need an ego. It's like the sense of self. I think it's become a little bit like demonized in popular culture la la la." And then she went on to talk about other things. And right after that uh, conversation that I had with her was like this uh, reckoning, I think, in in spheres of um, like medicinal mushrooms and like mm. um, kind of like spiritual drug taking spheres where like um, were you there's a lot of I have been like in and around that that world and like the kind of like perverse fascination with ego death and I've 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 come to this place where I'm like I wonder if like telling people to constantly lose their sense of self is like taking (laughs) away like uh you know marginalized groups autonomy and like constantly being told to forget who you are when that contextually is really important and then right after that conversation I had with with Ruby people were like women cannot stop getting sexually assaulted and I was like I knew it and it like I and so now my relationship with like you know my early 20s being like my ego is evil my ego is bad I need to like murder it and what Um, did you think your ego was how did that show up and how did you feel like you could identify I thought it was uh, egocentrism. I thought it, I thought the ego, selfishness uh, yeah, selfishness, okay, et cetera. Okay. My, my dad, 
um, my dad's PhD thesis was on egocentrism and like educational leadership. Oh, um, and the way oh, he explained okay. it to me, we yeah, got a smart one on our hands. No, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm just He's, like, wow, no, PhD, that's not true. He's that's smart. Awesome. I just, yeah, we love you, dad. He really like. I really do think that he's kind of like, why did I do that <laughs> about the PhD thing? So what did you take from? I think when I was younger that? and I didn't know what he was doing, I was like, got it. Like ego bad. Um, and yeah. it's so much more complicated than that. And like, but without getting way, way into it, that was no, like, get way into it. <laughs> go, go in. We're not, you don't have to leave for another 50 minutes. So, no, That's, oh, true. Oh, <laughs> we have time. That's the thing I was, I was kind of like, uh, exploring at that time and I'm still kind of thinking about and like how that relates to me and like um, what like, it how means does that show to up when you're like this is my ego shut it down I need to get rid of this what where would that where would where would you see that uh, maybe in terms of like your, your art too yeah I think that's kind of like where it showed up the most was like me uh, for a long time wanting to write music and writing notes to myself that was basically like, don't get distracted, don't be navel gazing, don't like you have talent, this isn't it. Basically, mm. that was something that I would tell myself a lot was like, you already have talent just because it's grown boring to you doesn't mean you can't monetize this into like real capitalistic hellscape energy from that I carried in from college. Um, and when I started writing music I was like oh no <laughs> I feel embodied I feel happy this is great <laughs> help, help. and um now it's come to this place where like this is so typical but like the uh, uh not my music itself but the music industry has like burnt me a little bit mm, um, yes do you want to talk about that we don't have to but <laughs> no it's okay. like I think it's a pretty common story which is like um I put out a record. It felt very important to me. Um, I it was, was very, it is very good. Thank you. I'm trying to like it again. Um, and it's on, we'll, we'll do all the links afterwards, but people can stream it still. I yeah. do. I still love the title. Like even like barring all of my feelings about the music itself, <laughs> I still love the title and I still love the way it was produced. And I think that that's like, it's so good. I didn't really have a, like a hand in the production in like a, in like a real down and dirty way. My friend Bryce was like, I just owe them a lot for, for making that record what it is. Um, and I but just, it was all my, like, I was there creatively trying to be like, this is my vision. Can you make this happen? And yeah. they're just an extremely like, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're a technician. Yeah. So, but also, and I have, I hate myself for not saying this even at the top. Like I'm just a huge fucking fan of your music <laughs> and of your Thank songwriting. You. And I, I want to get back to like the, the thing that happened that you felt burnt out on. Cause I think that's really, I think it actually would help people to hear, or to know, or even people who, who know you and don't know that part of you, yeah. like how much that has impacted you and like what that hugely means. yeah yeah but i would say like the first time when we were working together in 2018 and we were like in actor housing and i came <laughs> over to the place that you were staying in and you're playing your music in the living room on a guitar i never really put it together that that you could do both that you could be i thought you could just be like a really good actor musician and then you could be a songwriter and go over here and do it like mm -hmm. I didn't know you could do both I and, didn't either at the time but you didn't you don't need to you don't even need to know that like you just are that like you <laughs> can do both and you, you I just I, I'm such a huge fan of your music and I think your lyrics are so like personal and specific but can relate to the collective thank and you. you have such right a back at you thank you well like this real. is about you but <laughs> um <laughs> it gave me so much confidence to be like, I want not to be like, I can fucking do this, but like I can try this. And like, yeah, I come yeah. from the same like, like performance background, but I have been doing music for a while and I have been leading bands, but I had no confidence in writing music, even though I had written, Hey, my song, yeah. Hey, but before I got there, but I was like, I don't know how this goes. I don't even know how to, I didn't play guitar, learn how to play guitar until 2020, but I think your music is so good and your album is so great. And something came Thanks. along that hurt in a big way. Um, yeah. I think um, when we met and I was making music, I was feeling 
this kind of pull to like quit the whole thing mm -hmm. because I was theater. I mean, because um, I was oh, okay, very, yeah. I was like in a bad mood about theater as everyone yeah. is all the time. Well, that's what we talked about the waves of the burnout. If like you do yeah. one for a while and it feels good, and then you're like, I'm losing myself, or I, I hate the structure, or I, mm -hmm. I I don't like saying somebody else's lines over and over again every single night. I want to do my own thing. Then do your own right. thing for a while, and you're like. I've been doing my own thing for a while and I'm losing so much money and I'm s and it's so hard to get people to come out. I'm exhausting my friends and I just want right. to do something that has structure and just pays me weekly. So I'm going to go back to that. It's yes. just like cycle. Yes. And that, <laughs> that horrible thing about theater where you're like, I just want a really good director <laughs> and I just want, and like a cast that I like. And then the world is like, no, you want the job that you book. Like <laughs> yeah. what, why are you trying to be specific? Yeah. Like no well, one, not even my most successful friends can really be that specific yeah. about what they do. Or you get that. I just did a show. Where everyone was really fucking great. And the director yeah. was awesome. and It was fun. But I was like, I'm so uncomfortable here. I want to go home and I want to like play with my band. Like, right so stupid it's like i can't enjoy the moment but okay but i want to <laughs> let's go back to okay the, the the album thing the yeah the, so some, someone made a promise that they couldn't keep yeah i um <laughs> i i only talk about as much as you feel comfortable oh i mean it's all on the internet um i basically i was doing theater for a long time and i was making music and Right before the pandemic, I like got to, to finals and did not book like three Broadway shows in a row. It was mm -hmm. like boom, boom, boom. And I was like, I'm done. Basically being poor. I think that was like in my brain. I was like, if I didn't audition, I could just work full time. So I started working full time with this this family whose kid kind of felt like family to me. Like I got, really got along with, with this baby boy. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to see what happens if I just like do music. And then the pandemic started and I was like, well, that theater doesn't exist there anymore. There you go. <laughs> so you got I'm your wish, sweetie. And it's like, I wasn't performing live consistently enough yet at that time to be like, something has been robbed from me. <laughs> I was like, well, I didn't really do that that much anyways. Yeah. So I, I made this record. I was really proud of it, which is psycho because, of course, you know, after time passes, you listen back to it and you're like, this is hot garbage. But um, <laughs> at the time I was like this is pretty good. It, it sounds like how I want it to m most of the time, which is like a huge accomplishment. I try to remember that when I'm like, when people are like, I love your album. And I'm like, then you have bad taste. I need to stop doing that. Uh, shut but, up. Um, it's so fucking good. It's but, cool. But, we, but it's hard to like our own shit. Yeah. You know, it's really hard. It is. Cause yeah, I'm going to hate listening um, back to this and editing <laughs> my own fucking voice. It's going to be you brutal, have, but I have no, to do it. Oh my God. I love your voice. Speaking <laughs> and singing. Thank you. Um, thank you. But yeah, I put it out. I got an email like two weeks after I put it on Bandcamp and I didn't put it on Spotify because I wanted to recoup the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LOL. So I was like, I spent X amount of dollars on this. Um, I would like to make X amount of dollars back before I put it on streaming and people are like, why would I pay for this when I can just listen to it? And it, and it happened. I was really proud of that. Yeah. But I got this email from this um, manager with a pretty large management company that managed a lot of like artists that I had I had grown up or had recently been like just like indie darlings, like true, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> which like I don't think I was really even well versed enough in like music at the time to understand how big it was but it felt big to me as yeah. like a fan of like Mitski and what have you that which sounds name droppy but that was like the one that I was like <gasps> oh that's you know. fucking huge yeah, my, yeah. Mm, we love Mitski as like a white and Asian lady I was like Mitski is queen Mitski is <laughs> god this is not an interesting opinion to have for me but it felt big yeah I was like hell yeah so um uh he basically this this manager was like i want to work with you or put you on this label that i made with my homie and la 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 and it was kind of just like the weirdest vibe for like almost a year of meetings that were like four hours long and i would learn all this weird personal information about him but like it was really hard for me to be like when are we talking about my music i had nothing i wasn't able to be like listen these six other record labels are banging down my door like you have to give me something or that, that, that I was like, I'm nobody. There's a pandemic. And he yeah. was just kind of a strange guy, but I did put a lot of emotional eggs in that basket yeah. because it felt like 
I had already exhausted so much of my young upstart energy on a different industry that with this, I was like, I deserve this. I have put in the hours getting ridiculed and playing to, (laughs) you know, the playing to small stages energy that is auditioning for people that are going to cut you because of like the way you look or something like, yeah, I felt like I had been like felt that, that putting your hours in vibe somewhere else. So I was like, I think maybe I deserve this. Yeah. I mean, you also deserve it because you're good and the music's good, but it is it th- <laughs> those opportunities of someone like recognizing you and you're like, ah, you falling in love with potential. Right. And feeling it was psycho. I felt like I was <laughs> on drugs for a whole year. And then eventually I was, I really wanted to quit this nannying job. Not because like I hated the family I worked <laughs> Change for. Change your mind about babies. I changed my mind about babies. No, No. I I just, I just really wanted to like, I needed to do something that like was different. Yeah. It was time. So I, I took this reading cause I, I, my agents like resurfaced and they were like, do you want to do this? While you're waiting for the label, you took this reading. I started doing theater again and I started to get a little bit of my like autonomy feeling back and I'm sitting there like getting paid I have a union. I'm, I feel like an, an artist with legitimacy. We can unpack why all that bullshit made me yeah. feel like I had legitimacy at another yeah. time. But like, another you know, episode. and I remember under my stand, under my music stand, I like emailed um, this guy. And, and I was just like, um, with the help of um, my friend who was also kind of getting played at the same time yeah and we were like what's going on and he's like sorry i forgot to tell you the label is folded and i'm not doing this anymore Oops. and we were like what i had delayed putting my shit on spotify i had mm. delayed a lot i had delayed like even a release party i was like waiting for this big opportunity where i would get any traction any help mm. and it didn't happen And not two weeks later, the Billboard article dropped that he was like sexually harassing women in the workplace. His entire management company had folded. All of his little famous little fancy little clients (laughs) went to other management companies. Some of them are still with other managers from that management company under different names. Like it was crazy. And because it was so quiet and because it was like they handled it, the PR side of that was handled so well. I felt like I needed to like scream I was like something was gonna happen to me and it didn't but now it's been a year since all that happened yeah that sucks I just got there like just delaying shit in your life for an opportunity like sometimes we have to do it and it sucks and we want it to work out and we feel like this is our only option of like that the scarcity of opportunities yes, which, exactly. which there really isn't but like we, we have to make the decision in our mind of like to have that abundance mindset but it's so fucking hard it's, when hard. it's like you could change everything for me just let's move it forward but right. it was actually a gift because it turns out he was a huge turd huge turd <laughs> one of the biggest turds. yeah um okay so we're we're getting to time here so i just want oh i'm sorry two more questions no oh my god don't be sorry at all we're i'm really i'm learning so much more about you and i really love this and i'm a huge fan so I know, a fan I, like and I just spilled a lot, fan None and of, but it's it's such a typical story that like I don't think I spilled anything in a lot of ways. Well, I think it's helpful. <laughs> like, I'm a woman. It I happened think, to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it would always be helpful to just for all of us to fucking share where we're like we were so excited about yeah. something. What is the significant pieces in our life? of something something that we care about the thing that we do the passion that we're doing this art that we chose to do this we could work at bank of america but we're not doing that Uh we're doing this and so what are the moments in our lives that like we had such huge expectations and it didn't happen and we quote unquote failed or someone let us down and we're still going and we're still surviving like i think we need to hear as many of those stories as possible because we all have these blocks and we all have these bullet points in our brain of like I'm not going to be good enough because of this or they're not going to accept me because of this and if you can hear other people's stories of like that's what I thought too or this is a scenario that 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 almost broke me and then it fucking did it and I kept going yeah. and then I got the thing that I eventually wanted or I learned more about myself or Big I realized learned more about myself yeah which sure. is huge which is going to make you a better artist no matter what but yeah but what do you do are you writing music right now I am it's very slow 
going. Like I said, this past year, I was like, I'm going to do all this writing. And like, yeah, I really only wrote the way that I was used to, which is like sitting with my guitar and that. Yeah. Tell, I want to know how, how do you write? Cause I've heard all your songs, but I don't think I've ever asked you like if like, uh, w- yeah, what happens? Like you, you um, do your office hours or you're doing your creative space or h- how does that work? I think it's like notes app open all the time. Mm-hmm. Me sit down, make notes into song <laughs> when I can. Okay. Um, but I do think that like lyrics come first. Music oh yeah. Comes first? Okay. Which is something I've been trying to work on. Cause I think that kind of like narrative based songwriting has pretty diminishing returns for me. <laughs> I feel like my music has plateaued hmm. a word from my eating disorder days. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh shit, we didn't even go Sorry, I'm that. so I'm I joke so much about <laughs> um eating disorders and I think sometimes people are like a little taken aback, but like well, you're allowed to if you had one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All my therapists are like, no, that's yeah. not true. Um to add a little levity into it. I have to. It's so funny. Um <laughs> it's so funny. But no, I do like um, I feel like I've chosen, chosen a lot of the music musician friends that I have in my life have fallen into my lap because they're such wonderful people, which sounds like your energy brings it in. <laughs> that's nice. I hope so. I You're magnetic. I know that's <laughs> magnetic. Well, actually yeah. interesting that you say magnetic because I feel like I've attracted a lot of like opposites into my life where like I meet someone at a friend show or at the skate park or like uh, through a friend of a friend. And I'm just like, this person and I are the same, like beautiful people that I'm obsessed with. Um, and they make me feel at home in conversation. And I understand like their visions about what they want as like a collective music scene and yeah. uh, whatever. And then I go to their show and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> uh, what is that? Like, these these are like visionaries. Like, I really thought that maybe they would be like city downy, lyric-y, like songwriters like me, and they're not. But your and energies the are the same. And opposite keeps happening too, which is okay. where like I meet folks that I'm like, I don't know if I really jive with them. I don't know if like we have the same, I don't know if we feel super aligned in, in terms of like personalities and stuff and like goals and objectives. And then I go to their show and I'm like, wow, we make the exact, same type of music exact <laughs> is it like kind of like us a little bit what do you mean like we're very different in terms of like i guess like how we live or like what we think about the world oh, or maybe. like i think we have pretty similar values in terms of like art though yeah and astrology, <laughs> and astrology. <laughs> but our music isn't the same but in terms of like guitar music i don't know sometimes i'm like livy and i are so different but i'm obsessed with her and like Aww. just have so much respect but i think you can have both that's like just being a person um, I wouldn't definitely not put you in the category of people where I talk to you and I'm like, I don't know if I okay, agree like a di- with that. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's what you mean. I, not I just think, like lifestyle or like. No, outfit, I'm, like I'm talking like literally the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. More on Republicans later. Um, yeah. I should tell you about my new job. Um, there's, there's a. Uh, we have to cut that out. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're cutting that. Uh, <laughs> I feel, um, I just, yeah, that's something that I've been kind of like uh, trying to figure out is like where I want my music to go next if mm. if I give myself all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't feel old and rushed and freaked out. That's what I'm saying. Um, Get re- getting rid of all those like ugh, icky blocks that are just like, yeah. which, which honestly feeling rushed and feeling old and like, I don't have enough time is the number one reason why I don't get shit done on time, which is okay. Fucked up. But like, you know them, that's huge. That yeah. at least, you know, those, at least they're there being racked with indecision. Not good. Doing a little bit every day and being like, oh, if this doesn't get done, fuck it. I then yeah. all of a sudden I'm left with like a full length album and I'm like, how did that happen? happen yeah so that's something I need to figure out but I think my first album was a lot of me being like how can I infuse as much me into something that I could still feasibly sell Hmm. and now (laughs) I get that money baby right (laughs) and which is insane to think that I had that kind of like hubris as somebody coming out with like one album with a fan base of seven 
people. But I was also, like, that's what? what we want. We want to be able to like fucking eat and pay our bills from what we right. do. So that, I, I think and just, like that weird good dream thought. of like someone will come to my show that I don't know. Hold on. We have to hold on to it because I'm like, right. Why would we? And now I've come to this place and, and I'm sure this will be like this will change and evolve over my life. But I, I recently had the scary thought of like, what if not a single person that you don't know or like a friend of a friend ever comes to your show? And I was like, that's fine. How can I see it all go? Circling the block just to finish a song Would have driven I-80 10,000 times For a chance to see you crack one of those smiles Okay, so I have one more question, then we're going to wrap up. Okay. Uh, Trying to avoid the like, what would you give? What's your advice? Or like, what would you tell your younger self? But like, this show is called Shay and the Good People. You're one of the good people. Mm -hmm. Like, what can you tell all the good people out there who want to be artists, who are artists, who are fucking hustling, who are doing their shit, who are just waiting on that call from that label because they said they were getting, <laughs> right. they said they wanted to get on there. Like, what did, what, what do you want to say to the good people? Um, that's a, that's such a good question. Oh my God. I feel underqualified you. to <laughs> okay. answer. It can um, be anything. It can just be like, drink a green drink. <laughs> oh yeah. That's because I, I'm really afraid of getting sick right now because my, kid that I'm watching keeps coughing directly into my mouth I'll, I'll oh give her God. a hug and I'll be like I love you and she's like, <laughs> and like they oh. love doing that yeah oh they love Isabel. coming into the mouth I love her um I guess my mm, or any tattoo ideas any tattoo <laughs> ideas um I have 11 tattoos. I guess my silly piece of advice for young actors would be don't get tattoos. It's not because you won't book. It's because covering things up takes time. Yeah. And you want to show up at half hour. Right. You do not want to show up an hour before with Thermoblend just to wash it all off, to go back in the next day. If you play teens like me, stop. Bragging. <laughs> it's the rat and all. Um, no, it's my mom's jeans. I guess my... Okay, don't get tattoos. Don't get you tattoos. want to be an actor. And then for real, I would say, um, maybe just like, if if you're the kind of person that feels the push to like diversify your creative outlets, just do it. It's cool. okay. Yeah. You're not... There's a lot of like conservatory programs that are going to tell you that you're going to get distracted and ruin your whole career. And yes, you will. Ruin is the wrong word. It will change everything. It's fine. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you Morning for Glory. We, where can we find? We've, we can find you on Instagram at morningglory.music. Okay. M-O-R-N-I-N-G-L-O-R-Y. One G. One G. It's my middle name. Oh, yeah. And then um, Spotify, Apple Music. Spotify, Apple Music, Morning Glory, Bandcamp if you want to spend money what's on that, me. What's the album called? Livy Marcus Eats Her Shoe yeah. is the name of my debut album. Hell yeah. I have new music coming out sometime later this year. Um, be on the lookout. Cool. For that. Yeah. Go buy her album. It's like, <laughs> just it's support. Dollar. It's a fucking dollar. <laughs> Go buy the Bandcamp album. Um, this is not going to come out before a show, but we're playing a show together on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Bushwick. Um, but I love you very much. Livy, thank you, you for being here. This, Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, of course. This is Shan, the good people, and we're out. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, to Shane the Good People podcast. I really, really, really appreciate it. Special thanks to JJ Allen and New Daydream Studios. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends, your families, any creatives, any non-creatives, anyone that you don't know, just send it to them. Why not? Can't hurt. Um, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and also follow us on Instagram at Shay and the Good People. On Instagram, it's just Shay and the Good People. Spell it exactly as it sounds. Also, come to the show. If you're in Brooklyn, if you're in New York City, 
Hell, if you're in Queens, come out and see us. We're at Pete's Candy Store. It's the second Tuesday of every month at 8.30. The show is free. We have new guests every single time. Of course, there's a little donation bucket that goes around. Put a few dollars in there for the musicians. But also, if you just want something to do and you happen to be free the second Tuesday of every month, come out to see Shay and the Good People Live, our real show. And then you'll get to hear the interviews with the guests that you saw on that show. And you could tell your people, hey, guess what? I saw them on this show. Now they're talking about their lives. We have fun. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>